What's up, everyone, and welcome into episode number 166, where I'm going to talk about week two, preview week two of college football. You got Michigan State going against Richmond Spires. You got the University of Michigan going up against UNLV. And then we'll talk about game one of the NFL season as your Detroit Lions takes on Kansas City Chiefs on Thursday night football tonight. So we're going to talk about that as well. Let's talk about stuff exciting happening so let's get into it with Michigan State they're going to play 0-1 Richmond a team that entered the FCS season as a top 25 team a team that was expected and is coming off of a playoff win a team that was losing their starting quarterback which is always kind of a question mark but a team that was really shocked by Montana State in a loss 17 And this was a really surprising loss for Richmond. I knew that I did say that Richmond did lose their starting quarterback, but they also were welcoming back about 13 starters to this team, which isn't a whole ton, but like it's enough where I would expect Richmond to probably win this game. But the main offense really came from Kyle Wickersham, who is their starting quarterback. Um, he was basically it, honestly. Like, he threw for 169 yards in this game, so doesn't seem like a great passer, and ran for 39 yards, which was the most from anyone on Richmond. So it really seemed like he was kind of their go-to guy. So if you're Michigan State, in my opinion, there's really not a huge concern, at least defensively, in this game. Like, unless Richmond played extremely poorly in their first game offensively, I just don't see Michigan State having issues with this team on defense. I think Michigan State will be able to stop the run. I don't think Kyle Wickersham is the best passer. I think he's kind of a lot like Burry Manuel, like not a great passer. I don't think the secondary is really going to be tested, which for some Michigan State fans, that is a little bit of a worry because... Following this week, you are playing Washington, which probably has one of the best, if not the best, passing attack of all college football. But again, I don't think Michigan State will be kind of tested in this game, at least secondary-wise. I do expect Michigan State to win this game. The one thing with Richmond is they did hold Morgan State to 17 points. I would expect Michigan State to score a lot more than that. I would like to see Michigan State get to off to a faster start as well. The offense wasn't great. The defense wasn't great the first drive of the last game. But this is a great opportunity for Michigan State to start oh or start two and zero this season against a FCS opponent in Richmond. Now there has been times in the past, I believe the last time was against Virginia, where Richmond upset an FBS opponent. So Richmond has done, I believe, about six times in the history. So I'm not saying you have to take off this week because you never know what can happen. But in my opinion, I think Michigan State should win this game and should win it pretty handily. And I think Michigan State should be able to run and throw the ball on this Richmond defense. And I think Michigan State should have another really great defensive performance as well. There's only one other kind of player I really want to talk about in Richmond or at least address, and that is their wide receiver, Nick Giro. I probably way mispronounced that, but he had six receptions out of 23 from Kyle Wickersham. So Michigan State's going to have to watch out for that, but in my opinion, 
not necessarily a game Michigan State fans should get too worried about. Now, as the game goes longer, you do expect Michigan State to pull away and hopefully they can do Lansar out strong and not have to wait until the second half to do that in this game. Now let's go over to Michigan's game where they're playing at UNLV. UNLV is an interesting kind of case because UNLV was one of the worst teams in college football last year, but they have a brand new head coach this year. And they're coming off of a pretty dominant victory where they won 44-14 to against Bryant, which it's Bryant. But kind of seems like UNLV, at least in this game, their, their offense attack really came from the ground. Which if you're a Michigan fan, you're probably like, that's really good for us, right? Like, I think Michigan as a whole, I think... Michigan's defense is just great, I think. Even if it's coming from the past, your secondary is very good as well. I don't think Michigan should really worry too much about this UNLV offense, especially because they have a new offensive coordinator that was replaced basically two weeks after the offseason. They do have a running back who they got from... Pittsburgh, so he should be pretty solid. You kind of really saw that in the Bryant game. And then you have a new starting quarterback as well, which always is kind of difficult to do. But lots of these wide receivers that he's going to be throwing to are like transfer guys. So they're coming from other schools. So going to see how that connection continues to build. Now let's go on to like the Bryant side of the game Bryant really hurt UNLV through the air and I think this is going to be another one of those games where they're probably going to stack the backs against Michigan and I think JJ McCarthy is going to have another really great opportunity to show off what he can do I think he's going to be very good in this game as well I do expect Michigan to dominate this game I believe I saw it was like five touchdown favorites something like that UNLV is just in a whole different area. And while they do have a brand new coach, this is just a game that, again, I don't think Michigan should be worried about. I don't think Michigan should be worried about for, like, the first, like, five games, honestly, at this point. I'd be shocked if anyone's closer than by, like, three touchdowns in, like, the first five games of the season. So I do expect Michigan to win this game. So, yeah, kind of both teams are going to probably start 2-0 this season, if I had to guess, 2-0. Next week will be a more interesting discussion because Michigan State's playing Washington. Might want to predict a loss there for Michigan State. You might want to tune in next week to see what my thoughts on that. But, yeah, that's really kind of the preview of this week in Michigan and Michigan State Football, kind of not a whole ton to talk about because both of these teams are going against teams that are not even close to them, in my opinion. Like, I, like if I if Michigan State loses to Richmond, like, there's real worry about that. And I know I said it against Central, but there's, like, real worry, especially after they lost to Montana State, a team they should have definitely not lost to. But, yeah, that's kind of week two of college football but let's get into the main news and that is NFL is back and it starts with Thursday night football between 
the Detroit Lions and the Kansas City Chiefs. What an exciting way to start, especially for the state of Michigan, because when's really like the last time that the Lions going into a game had so much hype? Like last year, kind of, because it was just exciting. You had a chance to go to a playoff, but that was kind of ruined. That was ruined by the Seahawks. But you also had a chance to have a winning record and win, I believe, seven of the last like nine games, which was absolutely incredible after a really poor start. Um, the last one was probably 2016, when I believe the Lions went to the Packers in the last week. And there was a lot of hype there, and I think, I believe, if I'm correct, the Packers end up winning that game. But there's a ton of hype around this, because one... The Kansas City Chiefs is the defending Super Bowl champions, and there's always a ton of hype around there. But two, there's a lot of hype around this team, especially for the way that the Lions finished their season. They finished their season with a winning record. They won a ton of their games, and they looked a lot better throughout this season. And there was worry in the offseason that Ben Johnson would leave. He ends up coming back. We all talked about that. We talked about the draft. You have Jameer Gibbs, a new weapon for this offense. And you have an uh, offensive line that's finally getting healthy. Like, this will be the first game that the offensive line will finally be able to start together and play together. They didn't do that in the offseason or in camp. So, good thing for the Lions as well. But this is, like I said, the defending Super Bowl champions... They're hanging the banner there. It's at Kansas City as well. This is going to be a tough game. Like going into Kansas City at any time, especially playing a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, is extremely tough. Now, there was some news that Chris Jones will not be playing. I think that was kind of known for a while. Their star defensive lineman, he's not playing. Also, Travis Kelsey did get hurt as well. He, I believe, hyperextended his knee. There was a report saying that he would try to go at least run and work out this morning and then make a decision. I do expect him to probably maybe play in some capacity, but this is a really big loss for Kansas City because if Travis Kelsey does not play, this is like the first time Patrick Mahomes has not played without Travis Kelsey or Tyree Kaylor, at least if they haven't. It's been very little time because Travis Kelsey is one of the most dependable tight ends. Tariq Hill is now at the Miami Dolphins. So it's going to be interesting to see how Patrick Mahomes kind of responds to this if Travis Kelsey doesn't play. Because you have MVS, you have a couple other, Kavarius, Tony as well. Outside of those, like, who else does he have? And I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes is going to be bad tonight because there's no chance that's happening. But without Travis Kelsey, you don't have that security blanket that you used to have. So that's definitely going to be something to watch for as well. And then also the Lions offense. Like, I'm going to be interested to see how they play tonight. Going to be interested to see how the other wide receivers outside of Amon Ross St. Brown. Do they step up? Does Jared Goff have plenty of time as well? I do think Chris Jones not playing might help with that. And then what do they do with Jameer Gibbs? Because one thing that Ben Johnson talked about is how excited he is to use Jameer Gibbs in this game. So going to see how that responds. And then lastly, you have the defense. Like the defense, how are they going to show out? Are they going to be able to 
defend this passing attack. Are they going to be able to stop the run as well? What is Aiden Hutchinson going to do? Who's going to start at linebackers? Is Gardner Johnson going to be very good? Is the corner position going to hold up? It has been improved, but Emmanuel Mosley is not playing in this game. So who will start there? And last thing is the Stars. The Stars really didn't play very much this offseason, especially in the preseason game. Now, they did that, I think, on purpose because they went live with their Stars against a couple of the teams like the Jaguars, the Giants. They didn't really play them in the preseason game, but in practice they were hitting and stuff like that. So they do have some play action for this offseason, but the Lions overall are extremely healthy. So this is going to be... A very fun, exciting game. I'm super excited. Hopefully the Lions can keep this game close. Hopefully they can keep it competitive. And honestly, in my opinion, this is a win-win situation for the Lions. Like, if the Lions win this game, there might be some discussion, especially if Travis Kelsey doesn't play, there might be some discussion and say, well, they didn't have the whole team. Yeah, but you still beat the defending Super Bowl champions, and you have your whole team as well. And then if you keep this game close, and let's say you drop in Patrick Mahomes just goes off okay you kept the game close against the Kansas City Chiefs the defending Super Bowl champions like as long as this game is closer as long as this game is a win for the Lions I think it's a win-win situation and now there is some scenarios where the Chiefs just absolutely go off and just kind of blow out the Lions, and if that's the case, there might be a little bit kind of a pause of the hype, but I think a lot of fans are just excited to see this Lions team, excited to see Dan Campbell, Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, see what they could do. Will the offense be as good as last year? Will it be better? Will the defense be better than last year as well? We saw the defense continue to improve throughout the season last year, especially towards the end. So yeah, that's kind of really it going on. Kind of a shorter episode this time not a ton to talk about for Michigan State or Michigan and just really kind of wanted to focus on this Lions game because they're healthy and hopefully they can stay healthy last time we saw a Jared Goff Patrick Mahomes Thursday night football or primetime football game we all knew what happened one of the greatest and craziest NFL games we've ever seen where Jared Goff ends up actually beating Patrick Mahomes when he was still at the Rams. So we're going to see what happens there. I'm excited to watch the game. I'll talk about the game after it's done on the next episode. I do have an interview coming out this weekend. I will get the chance to watch the Michigan State and Michigan game as well. I'll give my thoughts on that. But yeah, NFL football is back. Super excited about that. Michigan State, Michigan going into week two. Good luck to all the MIAA, the GLIAC, Northwood, everyone, Division One through Division Three, this week in football as well. So yeah, tune in to the next episode, and thank you for listening to episode number one sixty six.